0: Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about the student loan crisis, so let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So Americans have been predisposed to thinking that all education is good education and to get educated at all costs. Now, some of this rhetoric is changing and in a lot of cases to the opposite extreme, favoring inexpensive or even free self-paced education avenues uh, through online courses or platforms like this. So with most things in life, there is a healthy balance though, as there are a lot of professions that you wouldn't want just winging it. You wouldn't want them using platforms like this to self-educate themselves in order for them to step out and to be able to pro- provide a certain service. So think about an engineer that designed your favorite ride at a theme park. Think about the doctor who performs open heart surgery, or think about the technician who ran all the high voltage wiring throughout your city. There are a lot of professions that you need a linear path of specialized training for in order to become a subject matter expert. So the challenge though, is that our attention spans are greatly diminished and they're greatly diminishing. When there are a lot of different possible options, it typically leads to people not taking action and typically leads to inaction. So figuring out what it is that you are going to focus on is key. Whether you're developing a vision for your life Or committing to becoming world-class at a certain trade. And I believe this lack of focus is what actually leads us to the situation we're in in regards to the student loan crisis. We're all seeing it unfolding today and much of this has occurred because so many people have not had a direct, clear Uh, approach to uh, what degree they wanted to get and why and how they would then uh, actually apply that in the marketplace. So over the last year and a half, we have seen a student loan repayment hiatus of sorts, whereas both principal and interest payments were halted in March of 2020, and that was extended through December of 2020. Now, beyond that, it was then extended to January 2021, and now through September 30th. Now, there's a lot of talk already about extending this into next year, that loan moratorium into next year, which would mean that those borrowers would have at least two years of no payments on principal or accruing interest on their loans. So in order to understand the scale of this, I used a resource called the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. Now this is a resource that I use often to, um, to get statistics from, but according to them, they said that the latest quarterly report on household debt and credit stated that outstanding student loan debt stood at $1.58 trillion for the first quarter of 2021. So that would be the quarter ending in March. Now that's trillion with a T, and many people just have a hard time with just wrapping their minds around how we got as a country, as a society, into that much debt when it comes to education. Now many have had the hopes that a new regime would bring about a partial or full forgiveness of any education costs up to this point, and then also a public service uh, plan of sorts in order to have education be free going forward, or at least the cost be greatly reduced. So according to an article by the Wall Street Journal, five months into his term, President Biden has resisted calls from fellow Democrats and activists to cancel most of America's $1.6 trillion in federal student loan debt in one swoop through executive action. So according to Business Insider, this student loan debt is stated as a slightly higher figure at $1.7 trillion. Now this is a student loan debt burden in the country. This means that 14% of the U.S. population carries student loan debt. Now let that sink in for a moment. This means that almost 14% of the U.S. population carries student loan debt. So every 100 people that walk by, 14 of them are carrying this kind of student loan debt. And, And so you're not factoring in the fact that we have children and we have elderly and so on and so forth. It may you know most likely don't have student loan debt and so you're looking at a focused group of people overall that uh, that is carrying heavy amounts of student loan debt. Now the full student loan debt forgiveness has seemed to be tabled for now as this looks to be more of a targeted effort for balances at or below the amount of $10,000 as well as for certain groups like those who are disabled and those who have been defrauded by schools like ITT Tech. So according to an article by NerdWallet that amount could wipe out debt completely for nearly 15 million borrowers who owe $10,000 or less according to federal data. The majority of student loan borrowers, roughly 67%, have more than $10,000 in debt. Now this of course would depend upon which groups this forgiveness would actually be applied to or extended to. So as more information has emerged, it looks like the amount that could be forgiven would be based on your income, based on the type of degree that the debt is attributed to, as well as being federal and not private student loan debt. So much of the provisions are geared toward undergraduate student loan debt. We haven't heard much in regards to graduate degrees and that debt. So as it was stated by NerdWallet, graduate student loans for which the average student debt is 71,000, according to the National Center for Education Statistics, would not qualify for debt forgiveness. That is a significant amount and with those who are carrying that kind of debt, they're not necessarily getting relief in this round that is being at least discussed. So you're probably asking, where does this leave you though? Where does this leave you in regards to your student loans? Now, whether or not there is a partial forgiveness of these loans, you should be, and you need to be planning for how you're going to pay off these student loans and when this should become your focus. Now, in tomorrow's episode, we're going to discuss how to expedite the process of paying down and off these student loans once the directive is given. Now, there are, of course, private student loans that you should be focusing on first, but we're going to go through the process of how to order those and what resources to use in order to pay those down faster. So my call to action day comes down to looking at your student loans. How much do you owe and to whom? uh, What portion are federal student loans and which portion are private student loans if you have the two and really looking at that for yourself. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, explore the Margin Membership, where me and my team will help you take the information you're learning and apply it to your life and your finances. I've built an interactive course that allows me and my team to come alongside people like you to help you revamp your finances and build margin into your life. Click the link in the description below for more information.